Yeah, we we here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back, brother. Thank y'all for coming. Those who return and those who do. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for coming out. You stick with us for a while. We're getting this back. We're getting this in order. So, um, cocktails and conversation. Uh, brother Tim. That's it. I'm gonna start calling him Pastor Tim. No. <laughs> <laughs> brother Numsis. <laughs> uh, sweet brother Numsis and uh, brother Yam. Here to have some conversations with us today. I pray everyone enjoys it. Welcome to Cocktails and Conversation. That's um, it. Today's discussion is... What's guiding you toward that thing that you're supposed to be doing? Oh, man. <laughs> you know what it is. You know what it is. Um, discipline is what's not guiding you towards it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that for a fact. Yeah. Um, I have... Man, I've been... I have been bouting with this weight that all of us have this this bout with, and I'm and getting older. You sing it now, like wow. And you know, you're younger, you just <laughs> you stop eating for half a day. You lost twenty pounds, <laughs> man. What you talking about? You getting older? It's like man, I can't lose this weight. Every time I lose it, I find it again. <laughs> what the hell's going on, man? It's like that those same things that you used to do. You can't do it. Yeah, it's right. like I used to. Like, be very disciplined with my eating. Used to bees don't make no honey. Man, what you talking about? I'm looking at the, them snacks in the kitchen. I can't stay away <laughs> from you too long. <laughs> Come on, Anthony. Man, Allison. look, look. I was sitting up there. But the other thing is, when we look at not only just weight, anything in life. Like, what's keeping you, what's what's gotten toward you toward the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Mm. And, like, for those who know me, I used to be a personal trainer. Mm. I was in the military for years. Um, my whole life was centered around fitness. Yeah. And for me losing, first of all, the COVID hit, I had the, had the daughter and, uh, my wife was pregnant and I was, we were enjoying ourselves. You enjoying that, boy. Man, let, let me tell you something. She eating and that's your excuse to go eat too. We was just on the bed. Well, you know, we'll eat me, but and there's a million other ways to eat. <laughs> right. Other so. things to eat. <laughs> <laughs> man look we was sitting up there enjoying ourselves being able to enjoy each other and a lot of people didn't make it through COVID in no relationship man look COVID destroyed a lot of marriages <laughs> it destroyed marriages because they never went into it the right way yeah that's true and when you were forced to like our last conversation last week go check it out when you are forced to sit down mm-hmm. and look at yourself yeah. like my father so Minister Farrakhan I'm, I'm going to Quote, if you don't like Minister Farrakhan, you might as well come off this one. I'm trying to tell you, I'm, I'm going to be quoting him quite often in this one. If you don't like my daddy, cut off, because I'm going to quote him quite often. There's a lot of people I'm going to give quotes to, because I believe in giving credit where credit is due. That's true. So, I'm going to start there. Um, Minister Farrakhan, in one of our last things, Love and Duty, he says, the reason why you came together will determine how long you stay together. That is. And I heard that when I was... 1820. Never got it because I wasn't, you know, in. I've always been into women. Let me say that. But I was not chasing women <laughs> at that point. So it was just, I'm in school and, you know, if you talk to somebody, it's what it is. But when you start getting mature, going back to that maturity, young, immature type old thing, and you start looking for a, not a potential mate, but the right mate in your life. I'm telling you. And you got, and he said in the same lecture, he said too often, uh, you sisters, because he was talking to the sisters in particular that day, he said, too often, you sisters, 
You all go after this six foot two, ball heading, strapping, muscular dude to be in your life. In reality, you may need somebody five foot ten, geeky wearing glasses, gonna love you the way you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And he said it that simple, but as I start understanding and looking at women, they're like, and, and myself, it's like, that six foot two star tall strapping the dude on Instagram that everyone's gawking with half a million people because he uh, naked and flexing. Mm-hmm. You can't handle that life with him. It's true. Because you got to fight that 499,999 other people <laughs> that outside of you who want this man. Yeah. And they're sliding his DMs, showing them breasts and everything else. And yeah, you got it, but hers look a little fr- fresher. Yours got baby weight on them. Hers don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, the reality of it. And then as a man, you got the same thing. Yeah. She, you know, you got, she Halle Berry or she uh, whatever sister that she is. And now you're, comp- imagine marrying Janet Jackson. Man, what you talking about? Imagine marrying <laughs> Holly Berry. Uh, what's that fine sister? Angela Bassett. Come on. That, I, I, I applaud that brother. Yeah. Her husband. Because most black men, definitely, yes, yes, she is the epitome of black beauty in mm-hmm. many ways. Exactly. But that man is so comfortable with his wife because he knows his wife is comfortable, loves him. Exactly. But if you're not that comfortable in a relationship, it's, it's over. Yeah. And that's what people talk about Hollywood divorce. Hollywood divorce gets because someone stopped doing what they were supposed to do in the relationship. It's true. It's true. It goes from rich to poor. Once you stop doing something in the relationship that kept y'all together, whatever that bonding glue was, once it is stopped, the relationship is dead. And if someone, the biggest mistake most of us is doing, and we're not off subject, we're still on subject, which is disciplining (laughs) boundaries and what you're not doing and what you're supposed to be doing. But the biggest thing, the biggest mistake any man can make in a relationship is letting some other man make your woman smile. That's true. That's true. And you sitting up here chasing money and chasing these other women and your woman is being wooed, prepared to be wed by the master. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now you've lost your woman and you're, and you're blaming her. Yeah. You're blaming everything in a relationship. But what did you stop doing? Exactly. There's not getting exactly. what you're supposed to be, as you said. But like we were saying, that's that's what anything like I can remember, like waking up in the morning, not being able to fit my my, my tops and feeling good. Oh. Now waking up in the morning, trying to fit it to not feeling, not being able to fit in my tops and feeling bad. Oh, God. But sure, what did tight. you stop doing? Right. What did you stop doing? Did you stop dreaming? Did you stop planning? Mm. Did you stop believing? Mm. Did you stop showing up? Mm. Did you stop being positive? Mm. The other thing is, you know, and that that's the way when you're going toward that goal, a lot of us are not even sure what the goal is because in choosing a mate. And choosing a career, you have to understand what you're getting into. Mm. But even more than that, who are you that's getting into it? A lot of us don't know ourselves. So we're looking for something that we were told supposed to be good for us. We were looking for that career. You know what? You'd be good at this. You'd be good at that. But what did God say? Oh, go back to that conversation last week. What were we talking about? Last week. What did God tell you to do? Because it's in your heart. It's there. Are you answering the call? Mm. Are you answering the call? There's a need that needs to be filled and you see it. You have the ability and you go, well, I'm doing it. Did you go about it in the right way? Where's your boundaries? Where's your, why do you keep saying yes to this? 
Ooh, Why yes, do you man. keep saying? Because every time that you say yes to something, you're saying no, no to something. something else. Are you saying no to yourself? Are you saying no to your dreams? Are you saying no to your vision? Are you saying no to your destiny? Are you saying no to your mate? Are you saying no to your life? Are you saying no to God? Because when you say yes to something, you can be being led. And a lot of us don't understand where we're being led to. Man, it's brother dropping jewels. We're sitting up there. We, we, we're following a guideline that we did not place there. We're following feelings that didn't belong to us. Long time ago, when you were in elementary school, somebody told you, you that you didn't like coleslaw. Now you don't think you like coleslaw because they didn't like it. <laughs> they told you, look, you don't like this type of woman. Right. When that was your type. Right. You don't like that type of man. That wasn't your type. You shouldn't be in this career. You'd be great at this. this right. But what did you want to do? What did God say? Because he speaks to us. You don't need some special divine person. He's not. God is not going to just jump from out of the clouds and it's not going to be singing and it's not going to be all of that. Bells ringing, white lights. And all of us, there's knowledge out there. What are you reading? What Bruh. are you feeding yourself? Bruh, you just came with a whole nother Come on, man. <laughs> When's the last time you read? Exactly. Actual really, really read. A book. I'm not talking about magazines. Exactly. I'm not talking about literature. I'm not talking about... And not closed captions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about... Every, like, we... As I'm getting older, you, you, it's the reality of getting older. Your, your vision. Yeah. It, it has, it's weighing a little bit. Mine is not, by the grace of God the way a lot of folks are. But as I'm still getting older, you know, let's say like this. We were talking last week about the blessing of being born in this dispensation of time. Right now in America, especially our age, we're both 40. Or well, God willing, I'm, I'm be 40 next day, a couple days. But the reality of it is our generation has seen every, has seen the development of technology since its real beginning. Yep. Between 40 and 50 years old, those who are this age now, you've seen from the TV and the microwave, modems, cars, you've seen computer development, you've mm -hmm. seen the telephone, you've seen beepers, mm -hmm. you've seen every aspect of technology. You can actually say, I understand it, even though it's matriculated in other ways, you can say, I understand it because you understand the root of where it came from. Mm -hmm. And with us understanding it, I'm still saying go back to the basics. I like reading a book. People, a lot of folks are on the, the pads. Give me a solid book. Exactly. It's something different about holding that book in your hand and knowing you've completed this 500-page novel. Exactly. You've highlighted it, written notes, mm -hmm. and just going back to the basics. You know what I'm saying? Like Anyhow. But read. We talked about <laughs> the name of thy Lord. Manifesting. Last podcast. Yes. The, there is something different between your ideas being in your head mm -hmm. and literally writing them down. Oh, man. And the word it says to write down the thing. Make it plain that, ooh. that others may run with it. Say it again. Write it down. Right. Make it plain so that others may run with it. See, the thing is that you can interpret it, take that in a lot of different ways. Because first of all, your dream doesn't just belong to you. Others, you might be a boss and don't know it. You might be an investor, don't know it. You might be that entrepreneur. So if you don't write it down so it's plain, mm. your employees don't know what to do. 
But the other thing is the other part of you. You might not be writing it down for you because the you that's reading it later doesn't exist yet. Mm. So the others might be you at 22, you at 36, you at 47, you at 54. And you have to run with that thing because the technology might not exist. Because it might not be the time yet. Steve Jobs. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So those things that we look at in the when we are actually taking our ideas. See, people don't realize how spiritual this world is. The very thing that you're listening to this podcast mm-hmm. is an impossibility. I tell people that you live in a world of wonders. And they go, why do you say that? Why This world is magic. It really is. This world is incredible. It should not, the things that you're looking at should not exist. It existed in somebody's brain. This world literally was woods, trees, minerals, waters, rock, grass, dirt. That's it. And we created all of this. You created a cell phone. We created bathtubs. We created running water, power, electric grids. All of these things were in someone's brain. And they said, I'm going to do it. And it came into fruition. So that thing that's in your brain, it, it doesn't exist yet. You have to make it real. Mm. That book that you've been sitting on your shelf looking pretty for everybody else. I'm talking to you. Yes. Listen to this right yes. now. It ain't decoration. Open it up. That thing that you heard somebody told you to read, go read it. And we live in such a great time. You don't even have to read. You can listen to it. But it's something different. When your brain engages the words, oh, man. when you're turning the page, and the other thing is when you're doing something with the knowledge. Knowledge don't mean shit. And this is what people, don't oh, I'm smart. I have knowledge. No, it's wisdom because wisdom requires action. That's the difference between, look, when you look at the Library of Congress, most of all of our combined knowledge, all of these books, all of this, it's knowledge there. And then you look at the World Stock Exchange. It's only talking about one subject, but one is vastly powerful because it's knowledge being applied. And see, without the application of knowledge, it don't mean anything. And when you apply it in the correct way, you can be in a car and you can drive. But it don't mean shit if you ain't driving to your destination. <laughs> Where you going? I don't know. I'm just driving. I'm just riding. You're wasting gas. You can end up anywhere. Right. And that's what a lot of people take their lives. They're just here and they're just going and they never question, where am I going? One of my favorite quotes, a sailor with no, to a sailor with no destination, no, wind, no good wind is favorable. Exactly. So they could just be... In the middle of the ocean, like you said, you ain't got nowhere to go. Oh, it's a good wind going. But where are we going? I don't know. Oh, oh. Ah, shit. Let's roll with the wind. <laughs> you want to wind up in a war zone. Hey, 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 we there. Hey. You know, no. I just thought about something. What's even worse is a person that has a destination that refuses to go. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But yes, we did. So when you talk about knowing your path in life, mm-hmm. my mother called me, I think it's, I want to say Joe. Job, or was it really Jonah? Joe, I think uh, the one who was swallowed by the whale. Jonah, Jonah. Uh, she called me Job for another reason, but Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah, he knew he had a job to do, mm-hmm. but he was in the boat, and the boat started rocking, 
And everybody's in the boat hollering, pray, pray, pray. And everybody's praying. It's like somebody's not praying because the boat ain't stopped. Somebody ain't right. <laughs> Somebody ain't right. The boat ain't stopped. And they go downstairs and they catch Jonah in, in, in the bottom of the ship sleeping. He's like, oh, it ain't nothing but God. He ain't even let me sleep. And throw this nigga off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? God. God. Throw him off. Get off the boat. Boat stops. It, uh, the whale comes, swallows him up three days, spits him on the, on the land. Why? Because you're running. Mm-hmm. You're, you have a destination you're supposed to be doing True. and you will not fulfill it. And you talk about the same thing. Look at your life. Mm-hmm. Look at my life. And the most of us, the problem is we do not know what we're supposed to be doing with our life. Mm-hmm. And I understand that and I can understand because, you know, I'm 40 years old, still 39. You know, probably before God. Yeah, you're, you're, you're processing it, what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But go back to the conversation we were talking about before. How many years have you spent doing what you want to do versus, hey, God, you know what? What you want me to do, man? Exactly. I, I, I know I want to be, you know, the big rapper with the gold chains. I want to be the big entertainer. <laughs> but, you know, God may be like, bro, you're supposed to be a doctor. What mm-hmm. are you doing? Like, you graduated school at 16 years old, went off to college at 20, 25. You got your PhD. You have a PhD and a master's. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Oh, I just want to be a rapper. That is not your job. Exactly. Let someone else do that. And at the same time, you got that that one woman, and you listening to this podcast. Yep, come on. You're sitting at that job, knowing that that's not where you're supposed to be. You hate your you hate going in. You smoke a little weed. You sit in your car. <laughs> you know, you got to sit up there and bite your tongue every time that somebody walk. You don't like your people. They don't like you, or maybe they do like you, and they don't know that ain't even the real you. A lot of us are complacent because comfortable mm. is dangerous. Oh, that is the worst place to be, comfortability. You know, that's no just, you can kill somebody with comfort. They'll never see it coming. And people will pay you a salary. They keep you around. People will give you love and sex. Bad relationships. They will give you the world for you to be comfortable. And we don't understand the trap when we see it. We don't understand. That's the whole, the, the best mouse traps, the best pest traps are the things that look good to them. Mm. It tastes good to them. It feels good. And then when they're in there, they're locked down. That's why they call it the rat race because rats are pests. And a lot of us are behaving like pests. Mm. And we don't understand that we're the kings of the jungle. We're the rulers of this land. Man. And what, what what's leading you to that thing? The thing is, some of us are uncomfortable for a reason. God doesn't make mistakes. You don't like your job because you ain't supposed to be there. Job. Come on, man. You ain't supposed to be there. We don't like what we're doing and we're having fun and all that, but you're not comfortable. But if you were comfortable, you wouldn't move. We have to be uncomfortable. That's the only thing that makes you do something. He'll make it so bad. He'll make that relationship so bad that you got to leave. And here's the thing. If you, we have to appreciate those bad times. You know what? Life is like a song. Comfortable makes a, just imagine if you were listening to the song and there was just one note. (laughs) What do we call that? Noise. Noise after a certain minute. After a certain time, it's just noise. And so when we look at life, when you listen to a great song, listen to some of the singers. They, they do their runs. They, oh, I mean, they, they kill it. It's got highs, lows, pauses. 
sometimes it's a, uh, it, it branches out and it's loud and it eases up. That's how life is. Mm. And it creates something beautiful. Mm. A lot of us are so comfortable that we're just making noise out of our life. We're just making loud noises or soft noises. Either way, it's noise. Either way, it doesn't make sense. And we're not guiding ourselves in the right way. We're not sitting up there and, and being accountable for what we're supposed to be doing. We're not out there being accountable and doing the things that should guide us to it. Like we said, reading. Another one of those things is actually doing, putting in the work. You think that a lot of people will look at what you have. Like, oh, I wish I had that. Do you know what it takes to get that? Do you know what it takes for that person? How much sacrifice that they have to do? <laughs> like they see you owning the, uh, the, the festival. The festival. Yeah, man, I can do that. No, you ain't ready for you that. Don't want, you don't want it. Like, I've, I've lost relationships with people because, hey, man, I, I can't get with you. You my homeboy. You know, it was for a couple of years. It was like, oh, man, where you sit? So my nickname with everybody is Ghost. <laughs> and he's laughing because he, this is the nickname that they call me. Because... Yeah. An event will happen or something is going on and I'm going to show up out of respect and love because we're family, but I'm on a different track. I got stuff to do. So I'll be there for 30 minutes, 20 minutes. And you look up, what the hell is you? Gone. All right. He's gone. (laughs) He spoke to one of them to say we out. But the whole thing is that action. Yeah. And I learned. I can't be jealous of the next man because mm-hmm. that man's path and that man's shoes is not my shoes. Man, what you talking about? I can't be upset because, like, I was, um, I, this is a story. I was out chilling with this artist. We were about the same age. And artist, put it like that. He got a lot of money. And we're out, ball, we're out, we're not balling, because he's balling. <laughs> we ain't balling. <laughs> we're not balling. He's balling. But I'm dribbling. <laughs> right. I'm dribbling in this mug. Um, we're kind of holding the ball. Making, so we're out, and we're enjoying ourselves. We're laughing and joking, whatever. And something happens, and it makes me to assess and just sit up here and look at it. I'm happy for him, because we were like 20 at that time, 20-something. And he's he's doing well. He's rolling. He's he having fun at night, throwing it up, and we just laughing and joking. But you can look and see the hate of other people oh, man. for him doing that. And I'm looking like you don't know what he had to go through to get to this. Exactly. Here. Exactly. I'm happy for him mm-hmm. because you don't know his losses. Mm-hmm. You know all his wins. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing the losses that he had to do. Mm-hmm. So, man, congratulations for you and what you're mm-hmm. doing. I don't want your shoes. I pray that I can have shoes similar to you in my life at some mm-hmm. point. But to be upset with a man because of what he has, mm-hmm. I think that's always been the craziest thing people do. Oh, that nigga, he got this, so I'm going to kill him. Because Why are you killing the man? Exactly. You've wasted time. Now you've killed your own life, too, mm-hmm. because you killed him. They're going to come take you to jail. You have no life now. Mm-hmm. So you could have spent that time to amass what he has. And you know what? The same thing goes. I always think about the woman's perspective because I really admire my wife. I admire a lot of women. Shout out to the missus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you hear me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby. But women have an entirely different walk because the things that, like, we have male privilege. And I want to use that word because we can go out at three, four in the morning and generally feel safe. Mm. we can go into atmospheres 
And they can't. Women fight women on an entirely different level. A woman can say something and destroy massive amounts of people. She can put things into motion. Women are very, very powerful because a woman can set an atmosphere that changes things for the good or she can completely destroy any path. You got somebody clapping as they listen to this right now. <laughs> Go ahead, boy. And the thing is, like, to stay on track so you can understand where we're going with this is that thing that might be holding you back may be you. Who are you hating on? And, and be honest, Ooh. who are you looking at? Who are you comparing yourself to? Because a lot of people are looking at somebody else's path when they're supposed to be going down a whole different road. They ain't even on that highway. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? You might not even supposed to be on the road. You might supposed to be climbing. You may have a trail that you're supposed to go. Mm. You may supposed to open up a pathway. You're going in the wrong direction. So with it's, if I'm driving in my car, I can't get to where I'm going if I'm looking in the next man's car. Mm. He's going somewhere else. And it's the same thing with what we're looking at. It's like, okay, the other thing, you brought up another really good point is in order to get to that direction, in order to get the thing that you're supposed to have, not just what you want, the thing that you're supposed to have, it costs you. But what are you willing to pay? Exactly. What are you willing to give up? And that's what most of us will not take into mind. I'm going to let you finish that point Mm -hmm. because that's why we're, we're lacking so much. Yeah. To become a doctor, that's a long, long, long road. The benefits are great, but going back to what we were saying, exactly. why are you not where you're supposed to be? Exactly. What are you not doing? The discipline that you're lacking. And the other thing is, what are you doing? If you want that house, mm. if you want that mate, watching Bridgerton ain't going to get you there. Ooh, <laughs> I never watched this. I don't know. You give me a pinky block. Look, look. What is that? What is the cost of you watching Netflix instead of working on your vision? Oh, come on, man. What is the cost of you? You you want to pick up that one thing. Your dream weight is here, but you want to stop at Moe's. Your dream weight is right there, but you won't put down that thing. That that vision that you spoke is right there. But you say, what does what is it gonna cost you? And the thing is, the thing that is costing you. How much is it really? When I was in the military, I want to tell, I, I got to tell this. Go ahead, right? So I was working at headquarters for recruiting. And at the time, uh, you could get uh, $40,000. $40,000 to go, in. okay. So somebody would sign their life away and <laughs> sign on the dotted line, they want to join the military. So they're okay, well, you want to join. Right before they join, they're supposed to be somewhere. They're supposed to be doing a thing. Right. And... They want to go to a party and they smoke a blunt. Oh man, come on! They get to MEPS where they're supposed to process. You're supposed to ship out. They drug test you, and you found out that that blunt was a forty thousand dollar blunt. It cost you everything. Wow. Now you don't get that a forty thousand dollar blunt. You 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 have to go back in. A lot of them go back in. They try to try to join back. They join, but now you got that. You don't get that forty thousand. The other thing is that blunt that you picked up. That chick that you picked up, that guy that you picked up, that show that you picked up, that weight that you picked up, that hate that you pick up, your refusal to smile, 
your refusal to make new friends, your refusal to leave old friends, your refusal to say no to your mother, your brother, to yourself, your refusal to say no to that job, it's costing you and it may be costing you millions. It may be cost. Here's the thing. Let's get into something real. I mentioned about how my grandmother passed. Some of us, our time is very, very patient precious. Our time is very precious. So instead of you spending time with your spouse, instead of you spending time with that real friend, the one that really was there, you decide to be around that fake one. Uh You decided that I'm going to stay at work at this job that don't care about me. You decided, well, you know what? I'm not going to call them. You know, I know I keep thinking about it. You're thinking about it for a reason. Because that time, you can you can get everything back. God can destroy things. You get everything back. You get everything back. You can destroy things. Situation can destroy. You can get all that back. You can get that child back. God, we had a miscarriage, right? We conceived at the same time that we had the miscarriage. And I had my daughter. God can restore things. But time waits for no man. Uh, no woman, no rabbit, <laughs> no ghost, no nothing. It nothing. doesn't work. Time keeps going. Uh, and so the things that we are doing, it's costing you. And the thing is, whether you choose or not choose, you can stay right there. You still making a choice to not decide. Indecision is still a choice. Right. So what, what I've learned is I'd rather life, situation, or person tell me no. But I'm not going to tell me no. I'm going to keep going forward until I hear it. And even when I hear it, I'm going to go somewhere else because it's worth it. When we look at where you're supposed to be, it's worth it. People go, oh, man, for those who don't know, I design toys. I design a lot of things, but it's worth it. If the people around you don't care, fuck them. Repeat that, please. Fuck them. Right. It don't matter. It wasn't for them. It wasn't. It's not for them. If you're, here's the thing. We, a lot of us are expecting our family and friends to invest into us, but that's not their path. That is not. That's, it's not their responsibility to invest into your dreams. It's your responsibility. You're supposed to be the one out there meeting people, doing things. Some of us are supposed to be working in different positions. Some of us are supposed to be supporting someone's business, but that other person got your job and that whole company is going down. All of us ain't going to be CEOs. All of us don't want, you don't want that. You don't want that job. That's not. You don't want that. You don't, you're not ready to work an 18 hour day. You're not ready to work seven days a week. Right. You know what I'm saying? People go, oh man, you complaining about your bills. Wait till you get that $600,000 bill. Right. I'm trying to tell you. Wait like, till you look at those families ooh. and you're looking at, you got to cut 17 people for marketing. Right. And, and they're not going to eat. This. Right. right. And they're going to look on, at man. you. Come on. Wait till you look at, when you, you think you want to be a billionaire, but every move that you make in the stock market affects everybody. They're looking at everything. People are digging in your trash, looking, and they're digging in your commode to see what you ate, to see if you sit. You're not ready for that. Some people can't even go to their family reunions because they don't want to get kidnapped. Because that cousin, they, 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 they going to get your... Hate, no, you gonna, you, you know, know, sit them there waiting for you to come. Or, or your child. Oh. You're not ready for that lifestyle. That's not the life. You can't go to your to, to holidays because people begging for you for money. You got to change your, your, your cell phone every couple years. 
because people are begging you to invest in their fake whatever it is. They, they, they fake they, account, they, damn Ponzi. You know, you're here. not ready for that. Come on, man. And a lot of us, we, 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 we're hating on the next person. And you're and, not fulfilling, sorry. You're hating on the next person, but like you said, they're not fulfilling their own purpose. Exactly. So you have deterred your life and you're now blaming someone else, but yet you are the one responsible. The difference that you were talking about between the goal and where you are, that difference right now is you. It's That's no it. one else. That's the it. difference between like right now, I was 120. My goal is to get back down to one. I hit during COVID, I hit 196. I felt great. I looked great. I went back up to 110 and then I got indebted with work. I went up to 122. That's oh. oh, 222. Yeah, 222. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck this. So I've been drastically working to get myself down. Mm-hmm. Praise God for Ramadan being here. So I'm about to get all this down. But then after Ramadan, where's my discipline to stay there? Exactly. So exactly. the difference between myself and where I am and whatever goal and you, whatever you go that you're setting right now is you sitting on your ass and not doing it. Exactly. And we are all here. Mm-hmm. And as we're talking about this discipline, the discipline starts at home. That's it. The discipline starts in your mind. That's it. Most of us don't have the discipline. Whoa, 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 whoa. You just hit a jewel. So, so I really want to stress that. He Go said ahead. the discipline is at home. But what did he say? Your mind. It starts there first. Like, we, we don't. The discipline of you being able to. We talked about sitting quiet. That is. Mm-hmm. That is the most important yet overlooked thing all of us as humans do. That's true. My mother told, and I've told you this before, when I got out of college, I had my little car and I was riding around. I was, I thought I was cool because I had my car and I was doing well. And my mother, excuse me, got in the car with me one day. And this Again, my mother's been, for years, she says the same thing, but it doesn't, when you hit maturity, it clicks. Mm-hmm. Mother was saying, then Yusuf, you ride around listening to music. You at the house, you got your, your, your stuff bumping. You got your headphones. All day you moving. You got stuff going. You got music going. When are you quiet? And she said, I was like, I'm just driving. This is how I get around. She said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that, Yusuf. But when does God have the opportunity to talk to you? Mm-hmm. If you always got something going around you. Mm-hmm. And it made me stop. And she got out of the car. And it made me sit there for a minute to think. Like, you're right. If I'm always moving, I'm always doing it. I'm, 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 I'm. When can the man who has the master plan for my life and everything around me, when can he give me the word? Exactly. I was told by oh, excuse me, Mr. Farrakhan said that. I think it was Mr. Farrakhan. Maybe some, some, a minister said. Uh, no, my father. Let's, let's, let's drop it in my father's lap. Okay, so my father says that, um, nope, it's my mother's lap. I'm dropping on her lap. I know my mother said it again. So she said, you read the Quran to talk. No, you pray to talk to God. You give. That's you talking to God. You pray. Pick up your spiritual book, and that's him talking to you. It is. And then you have to, but in him talking to you, because it's put in parables and analogies, 
whatever question that you have is in your book somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to sit there and when you open the book up in the specific manner that you open up the book, you kind of do a prayer before you open up your, your religious book and then read that section that it opens up to. It some, some, sounds like some hocus pocus, I understand, but try it. Have your question in mind. Do your prayer. God, I'm here. Ask for guidance. Please, you know, help me out with this one. In your name, I'm asking these things. Peace. Open the book. It'll open up to a scripture of some sort. Read that scripture and then take a moment after you've read the scriptures on the page. I always go to the page before and the page after because there's always something in that area that I probably need to get. The answer is normally there, but it's put in a parable that if you have to sit and think about it and understand what God is trying to talk to you about, most of us don't get quiet. Man, what you talking about? It's quiet enough for, <laughs> again, going back to shout out again, the, exactly. the Temple Jackson is manifesting thing. You have to get quiet. Mm-hmm. It talks about, I think, the Quran and the Bible, the quietness of your mind, the quietness of life, the, just to sit there and be quiet for a moment and don't let nothing, turn a damn TV off. Mm-hmm. Turn that music off. As you were just saying early, what's the cost of watching Netflix? Exactly. What's the cost of listening to this music all day? Guess what? They made their money. That's true. They making more money every time you turn the TV on. That's true. They making money even if you don't turn the TV on. Why? Because it's already been paid for. Mm-hmm. You ain't got the money. <laughs> that's that, that's, that's the, the equation right there. <laughs> A plus B is not equal in C. You listening to their music. And their uh, television is not putting money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. That's not C. Get quiet. Focus on your goals. Get a plan. Work the plan. Equals C of the money. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to do all these letters up in here. So then we blame everyone else. And then, mm-hmm. oh, there ain't no God. Because God gave me what I wanted in my life. Well, nigga, did you do what you're supposed to do? Exactly. And was then, that what you're supposed to have? Well, that would, oh, what you're supposed to have. Bro, let's go on that one. Let's go on that one real quick. So when you're going, life is a beautiful thing, man. And you have to understand that we are all pieces of a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And every piece has to go in this place so it can be a bigger thing. Not everyone is supposed to be the CEO, like you said. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's supposed to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You're, some people are supposed to just be the janitor. Exactly. And their job as the janitor makes everyone else's job easier. And the thing is, a lot of us don't understand how fulfilled and purposeful everything is. If you're doing what you're supposed to do. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, you, you can thrive in anything. That's it. We don't look at it that way. Everybody can't be a rapper because everybody can't rap. <laughs> you can't rap. No, you 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 weren't supposed to. You're looking at this woman's husband. Oh, it's up, kid. The thing is, you don't even like him. You don't. You couldn't deal with her husband. You're looking at this 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 woman. You wouldn't be able to handle that woman. Mm-mm. We're looking at this lifestyle, and I, I want to hit on this one thing about lifestyle. Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> On social media, let's just let's just put it out there, because we're comparing ourselves to things that are not registered in reality. You're comparing your perfect life. You're comparing the bad parts of your life to the highlight reels of someone else. Someone else's, and really, 
You're trying to impress people who sitting on the toilet scrolling through their phone. <laughs> they don't care nothing about you. Not a bit. And the thing is, you know, they know you're lying. Your 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 real friends know you lying. Right. You not in Dubai. You in get by. <laughs> <laughs> you in get by. And the other thing is, even if you are, what? Uh, who are you trying to impress, and why? The other thing, you know, people are lying to themselves to tell this story for people who don't care. Not at all. You know, and the people who do care, they want, the people who do care, some of them care for the wrong reasons. Some people want to see other people's downfall. Some people want to see the world burn. But the ones who mean you do. Joker. <laughs> and Killmonger too. Right, right. <laughs> they just want to see it burn. I know. But the ones who who look at you, you want to be around those people when you win, they win. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yes, definitely. You don't want to be around people who are not productive because when they're not productive, they can't see, they can't be proud of themselves. And so when they're looking at what you're doing, that could create animosity toward them, towards you. But the other thing is you have to have discernment. When I look at and I just really want to say this to really pivot in another direction. Some of us are where we're supposed to be and they can't even be happy for themselves for what they already have. Some people have hustled hard to get mm. there and then when they've got it, they mm. look at it and say, is this it? Mm. Is this it? I got the million. Is this all it is to life? I got the woman. I got the man. I got the job. How do you expect to be blessed with fulfillment when you cannot be appreciative for what you have? Remember when you didn't have a place to stay. Mm. Remember when you were an intern. Remember when that business was on your vision board. Remember when you didn't have a pair of shoes. There's somebody out there who don't have no legs. I have an aunt. Mm. She's fully mentally handicapped. She has never walked. She has never had a conversation. She would take your worst day. And I guarantee you, you wouldn't take her best day. You understand what I'm saying? Mom, I have a saying. Um, when I'm out, my little, my niece and my nephews, um, my daughter, they quite often, we'll be driving down the street. And, and it always, it's my, you know, you know me, I have sayings a lot. I say it on the days when I'm having a bad fucking day. I will drive by, see somebody in a situation, a less fortunate person, homeless, whatever you're going to call them, quite often. And the saying that pops in my head is, there goes I, if not by the grace of God. Hmm. Meaning that if it were not for God's grace, that could be me. So you complain about whatever situation that you got going on. Your rent's you're behind on your rent and stuff is going on. Yeah, but you still got a place you in and the person that ain't slept in a damn house or bed in years, mm -hmm. they're still out there. Oh, your health is going bad. You got COVID. Yeah, all right, well, cool. The person in the cemetery would love to have your grave. Exactly. So it's always someone in a worse condition than where I am that always keeps me in the mindset of thank you, God, for whatever you've given me. Because if not by your grace, I could be going through something differently right now. Exactly. So 
all this bullshit that everybody complained about. Oh, read, oh shut up. <laughs> shut up. You get to make that complaint in America. Right. <laughs> Think about it. You're in the you're in the best freaking country in the world. Yeah. But the best thing about being in America is that you can get up tonight and change your life. outlook of life tomorrow. Yeah. It just takes one opportunity or decision. And sometimes opportunity is not there. We understand that. Trust me. I'm speaking from the choir, from the pulpit, mm-hmm. and from the, uh, the, the, the the chairs that everybody who's come to the congregation. I understand that going back to what you're saying, what's your purpose? And you have to know timing. Your timing and God's timing is two different things. Exactly. And that's comes with the maturity of growing <laughs> in life. Like, you can want something today. But like they say, a fool and his money will soon depart. If God gave you a million dollars when you was 20 and God gave you a million dollars today, you would have it longer today than when you did when you were 20. So God may have your blessings in store for you. Like my uh, sister Ava said, I may Allah be pleased, that when we're born, we are born with a predetermined fortune. How long it takes for us to get to it is on us. Exactly. So if you, God got your millions set up, but if you have not matured enough for him to grant you your blessings, that's on you. Mm Mm-hmm. What's taking you so long to mature to say, God, I got you. Thank you very much. And most of us sit on our behind. We hold our blessings. We hold our hand because we're not doing the things we're supposed to be doing. Going back to that discipline. Mm -hmm. What are you doing and what are you not doing? And this is going back to me personally. I like to throw myself at things. It's like as I was hitting 40, I was having this thing where I was looking again, going back to the people around me. What are you here for? What do you do? The, 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 the people I associate with, I'm talking personal, interpersonal, relationship, business. What are you here for? Mm-hmm. The discipline. Is my relationship with you holding me back for what I'm supposed to do? That's because it. what is your spirit? And this is for everybody sitting. Look at your mate. Now, it, this is a COVID thing. What COVID did was make you sit down and uh, as... Um, uh, the, Moses said, enter into your home and close the door. When you close the door, you got quiet. Yep. And for the first part of it, you was having fun because you were sitting around freaking with your spouse all day long and eating and doing whatever you, supposed to be, you were doing as a couple. Then after a few days, they got boring. Mm-hmm. And then after that time, you start looking at your mate for real. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Hold on. I got with you for this reason. Mm-hmm. But is this reason something that I actually like? Why am I with you, what am I supposed to be getting out of this relationship? I got with you because I thought I was going to be married and we were having fun and all of this and that. But as I'm sitting here in the quietness of my own mind and house, this is not what I want with my life. I want to do bigger and better. And you have a lazy ass spirit. And the reality of it, people were blaming women so much. Are women are the cause of all this divorce nowadays because they're getting the ones falling for divorce. Yes, damn it. They're falling because they're seeing the men, the the males that they were getting with were not actually men. The males that they were getting with were boys in disguise as men who had no ambition, no drive, or weren't going to do anything. So if you look at all the businesses nowadays, you see all these women creating stuff. Half the businesses, if not more, that were created during pandemic were women. 
<laughs> you talking now? Why? You talking now? Because they sat down, and a woman is a multiplier. Mm-hmm. You give her a seed, she gives you back a human. Exactly. You give her shit, she gives you hell. You give her mm-hmm. a house, she makes it a home. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, a woman will multiply it. But if she's sitting with a man who is not a multipli- a multiplicant, she has a problem with herself mm-hmm. at this point. Now she has to figure out what am I going to do. You know what? That you bring up a really good point. Is because a lot of us, and l- let's talk directly to the men. Oh, let's talk directly let's to the men because I'm not going to sit up here and simp for women, and <laughs> I'm not going to sit up here and cheerleader, for cheerlead us. for 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 uh, for anyone. So let let let's just go ahead and uh, and call it what it is. Men. We have to take our right in place. You don't accept your place. You take it. You've already been given your charge. What are you doing with it? We have to see. The thing is, once you sit still, once you go to your creator and he tells you what to do, you have to do it. Now it's your time to speak. And a lot of us are not speaking that thing. Come on. And man. some of us are just talk. Some of us talk a good game. That's how you got that woman. You talked. You talked. You said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. When are you going to do it? Action. When are you going to do it? When are you going to black men? When are you going to do it? You want to be the leader. What direction are you? Where are you leading them to? Mm. Where are you leading yourself? It ain't. A, here's what. Here's the thing about you. Men. Us. Men. <laughs> let's, let's, let's call it what it is. Oh, the woman don't matter. I'm going to tell it like this. The woman don't matter. It's mm-hmm. between you and God. The woman can be mad. The woman going to be sad. The woman going to cry. Yep. The woman going to be happy. Yep. She can leave you tomorrow, but your mission still goes on. What yes. God told you to do is regardless of the woman. She's supposed to follow your mission. It doesn't matter. Here's the thing. That thing that you're supposed to be doing. Not flipping bricks. Not flipping bricks. (laughs) It's not going nowhere. No. You 20 now. It's going to be there when you 30. That's it. You 30 now. It's going to be there when you 50. When you're 120 laying on your deathbed, that thing that you are supposed to do is going to be right there. That mission ain't went nowhere. So either your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchild, somebody is going to get it. We've all sat on that idea. Mm. And God gave you an idea. Mm. You didn't do it. And somebody else went and did what you were going to do, made money off of it. And it was worse than what you were going to do. He told you what to do. And you watched your million-dollar idea. And somebody capitalized on it because you didn't do it. Men, I'm talking to you. It ain't about the woman. And I have to say that as a man. I'm not a woman expert. I have not lived life as a woman. I have not either. <laughs> I cannot tell you about the woman, but I can tell you about the man. Yes. We all have a job to do. Now, if she don't want to follow, what does it matter? She wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. All employees ain't going to stay with the business. <laughs> But the business has, do you think the business goes on? Let me tell you something. If you don't show up to work and you work for Coca-Cola, do they stop making drinks? Oh man, we got shit down factory today. 
Even if the the even if the CEO gets replaced, the business is still there. What does that tell you? When God gave a mission, the mission is there. Whether you show up to do the mission because he gave it to you or not, he's gonna find another CEO. Let, let me let those are solid. I like the season stuff, like you know, a conversation. <laughs> so my mother said, like you're saying, God had God's will will be done. Period. Period. Whatever he wants to have done is going to be done. So he gives it to you as an idea. But if you do not create and manifest this idea that is given to you, he will give it to someone else. That's why I always my ears mm-hmm. say, oh, I had the same idea. Damn it. Why didn't you move why on? Why didn't you do it? So and I can say this because <laughs> anyone knows this proof out there. When my senior, no, junior, this is even worse. My junior year's presentation in my business management class was to create a business. That it's 2004, people. If you're old enough, remember 2004. Um, we still had damn near analog phones. But create a business that you think will work for the future. I'm sitting up in my dorm room acting a plum fool with my roommate. And we acted. And last minute, literally the last minute, I'm type, I was the last minute type person. I, made, I did my presentation, put it together. I got my A on it. But my presentation was covers for cell phones and ringtones. Oh, man. <laughs> He's laughing because you all think this is just, oh, oh this is, or whatever. But anyone or at least 40 years old knows, 22, look up the phones in 2004 and 5. The, 2005 was the beginning of phones that really had like the, the sidekick and everything. So that was the first time you could actually start changing your ringtone. Before then, everyone had the same ringtone. Mm-hmm. So before ringtones were even invented, I had it as a joking idea. And then when ringtones came out, I had one of my friends call me like, Yusuf. We you're looking pre- at your presentation. <laughs> <laughs> like, dog, your stuff came out. They presented it. It's like, what the world? And I'm, I'm, I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. And it was a joke, though. Mm-hmm. But it was, a, it, was, it was a joke to me. But that was God putting a seed in my head saying, son, get to work. Mm-hmm. All I had to say, and my brother just said, God's will will be done. Period. CEO replacement or not. Mm-hmm. It's going gonna, it's gonna to keep moving. But why are you sitting on your behind? Thank you, though, for sitting on your ass <laughs> to listen to this podcast. <laughs> However. But that might be the thing. It might be that one thing, that one person that need to hear that. Those few people that need to hear that. Those thousands, those men, whoever need to hear it, they need to hear it. Because here's the thing. When we're looking at where you're supposed to be, it ain't where you at. That's it. The other thing is, if you're at where you're supposed to be, why aren't you appreciating it? For a lot of us, we are not living in reality. Reality. We're letting other people dictate what what we understand. And a lot of us don't understand anything because we don't read, we're not concerned, Mm. and we're comfortable. I hope this resonates to to whoever this is that's that's on my spirit. I feel you in the spirit. (laughs) It's you. (laughs) I'm laughing about that, but when I got divorced, man, let me tell you something. I was told these words, you're broke and you're broken. And there was a minister. <laughs> got, similar a minister. Words. got similar words. Let me tell you something. I would, that, that hurt me so bad. Right. It hurt me. But it, there but was, it a, was 
Go ahead. There was a minister. He called me out. He was he was sitting up there. He said, "Look, it's it's somebody listening to this right now." Mm-hmm. And he said it's specific. I never told anybody that. He said, "You are not broke, and you are not broken." And that's my my word to you, listening to the. That's you are it. not broke, and you are not broken. Stop using. You're that unfinished. That is it. You still have time. And the thing is, it's not just that you still have time. You're right on time. For us, we, we look at each other. You don't understand. The time is now. I love this quote from uh, this Rocky movie. It was, um, uh, what is his name? Uh, whatever his name, the black boxer. He was saying, there is no tomorrow. There is only right now. Tomorrow never comes. The only thing that comes is the present moment. What are you doing in this present moment? What are you thinking? And how are you acting? It's not minute to minute. It's literally moment to moment. It's what we're doing and cultivating in those moments mm. that makes it real. Because that's what's going to determine what you do tomorrow. If tomorrow comes for you. Tomorrow doesn't exist. It don't. It neither does yesterday. It's gone. No, no, no. Tomorrow doesn't exist because... I was always taught, I was told about one of my mentors that mm. think about what are the days of the week? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Sunday, Saturday. Where's tomorrow? <laughs> and he told me that. And I was just like, makes sense. Uh-huh. And he said, the reason why it never works out for you because you always talk about tomorrow, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow will never come because tomorrow doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Do it today. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, whatever happens as a result of today, will be there. Mm-hmm. So we are here. We're getting ready to close out. And thank you all for rolling with us again for another week with cocktails and conversations. That's right. Um, yeah. Sip on that. <laughs> I pray this is a nice. Uh, we hit you with some Hennessy today. A little. It's smooth, but it'll burn your chest as it go down. <laughs> But it's gonna be taste good though, you know. Shout out to everybody who drink that stuff. I don't, but you know, anyhow. <laughs> so what you know about Hennessy? I, I don't. I'm someone. I'm living vicariously through one of you listeners right now. <laughs> so again, cocktails and conversation. We're gonna to continue to grow this out. Um, any words, brother? As you getting to close this out, bro? And y'all heard it. <laughs> do something about it. That's all. What I said. If you don't like what I said, do something about it. Something. If you like what I said, do something about it. And I'm saying that as a charge, not to fight. Fight them dreams. Fight that thing that you're supposed to do and win. Dreams happen when you're asleep. Remember that. Dreams happen when you are asleep. Wake up, turn your dream into a vision, and turn your vision into reality. It is. Too much too many of us sitting on I have a dream. Stay asleep and see what's <laughs> gonna happen for you. <laughs> when you wake up, you see the world is quite different from what your dream is. You know? And the and that's the problem most of us are having. We've been walking around in a dream. And the world still revolves and you're still trying to act like you're a dream. Mm-hmm. Wake up. <laughs> get off social media. Mm-hmm. Put it down. Get a book. Not just a love novel. That used to be the thing about us growing up. Everybody was in the love novels. Mm-hmm. Get a book that's going to mm-hmm. actually develop and advance your mind. Better read. Write one. Ooh. That's the other thing. Some of us have all this knowledge and it's dying with us. Write one. Some of us have already made it. 
Somebody, somebody listening to this podcast right now. Can help they somebody else off their experience. Exactly. Why you think you ain't had kids yet? Uh, last <laughs> words right here. <laughs> Sip on that. Someone told me <laughs> that when an old man dies, a novel burns. It's true. So don't let your novel burn when you die because you can get it out right now. Love y'all. Yams, creation on all social media. Brother, dark shining light. <laughs> <laughs> Nuba, what's happening? Yes, that's him. We out here, Yusuf Muhammad. Yams Creation. Tim Hargrove. Y'all know what it is. Yes. Look forward to hearing y'all again. Look forward to talking y'all listening next week. Be blessed. Be easy. Peace. Peace.